Cool. So uh, this is episode three. Um, we're going to get into a bunch of different fun and cool things. Uh, first off, um, welcome back. How's how's your week? How's everything My so week far? was amazing. I've been super, like, inspired. Just busy being that bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just really have been relaxing, um, trying to relax, but also working on, like, a billion different things. Um, Which is not, usual. I feel like that's when you're most relaxed. Um, yeah, that's actually true. So that's why I've been kind of relaxing because there's like a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, cool. This week, uh, our episode is sponsored by Eco Styler Gel. Okay. Um, but which awesome shit. They say that it causes cancer, but I'm still sticking with it. I mean, everything causes cancer at this point. So like. <laughs> Personally, I feel like uh, Eco Styler has just been like holding together the black community for so long, <laughs> um, figuratively and literally. That like, how can we not? I did see a, an article when I was like uh, googling to make sure that I spell things right um, because you know you can do that. Um, I did see that Eco Styler was canceled, um, but I guess that was because of like the ingredients. But I guess yeah. the. Ultimately, what I figured from it is that um, the girl who posted it, it was something I was reading was like, hey, it's two dollars. Right. Um, and for two dollars, things might give you cancer, of, like <laughs> may or may not. Right. Um, cigarettes right. cost more, th- more than that. Right. You know? and, they and they for they- sure do. It's not a, you don't even have to question it. OK, so there's that. Um, all right, cool. I just want to give like, a little structure on how the show will go um, going forward so that we can have something to remember to stick to. So. Each show will kind of go through um, a piece of inspiration content, so usually a video or something um, that is interesting that inspires the show. Uh, we'll talk about what the show is sponsored by, uh, which we just did a moment ago. We'll do a sick and shut-in list, uh, which is someone that we just need to pray for or some things that we need to pray for. Uh, we have a new section. We'll see how this works today. I'm um, calling it Tweets on Fire, uh, <laughs> but something that... Uh, I found on Twitter some things that have uh, been found on Twitter uh, and the controversy surrounding them. Uh, and then we'll do three three things to stand and our closing mantra, uh, which we've done so far. So um, that's that. Um, do you want to talk about some of the things that we will uh, talk about in upcoming episodes? I really can't wait for us to talk about religion. I'm mm. so excited for that. That's yeah. probably I'm really excited for that. Um and just spirituality in general. For um, sure. Of course, the Beyonce episode. <laughs> Cause okay. Like, I think we're going to talk about Beyonce a little bit. I'm going to end up talking about Beyonce a little bit in um, today's episode. And every other episode. <laughs> and every other episode. <laughs> right. Uh, today's episode, we're primarily going to talk about music. Uh, but in the future weeks, you'll also see we'll talk about some like internal wellness and health things. Uh, we'll talk about sexuality. We'll talk about friendship. Um, I have some people, we haven't talked about this yet, but people that I want to bring on to the show mm-hmm. um, for some of these. So uh, we'll talk about that. But let's get into it. So the first thing we'll do is go into our inspiration content uh, video for this week. So let's go to that. But people who are running toward their dreams, life has a special kind of meaning. And here's what I will share with you. That in the process of working on your dreams... You are going to incur incur a lot of disappointment, a lot of failure, a lot of pain, a lot of setbacks, a lot of defeats. But in the process of doing that, you will discover some things about yourself that you don't know right now. What you will realize is that you have greatness within you. Okay, cool. You know what's like really funny? What? That when I asked you, do you have. Sorry. I don't know how to help with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm clearly at my house and that was a Google Home. Um, you know what's really funny? What? Is that when I sent you, I said, do you have a video for us to like use? What I was going to use was the original um, sample that Drake used from Pound Cake, mm-hmm. which was the uh, All That Other Bullshit is Here Today and Gone Tomorrow. Right. It's a. Uh, a guy named like Jimmy Smith Raps or something like that mm-hmm. um, from like the 80s. And then you sent me that, 
which was like way more inspiring. In fact, the clip that I chose to play was because like I, I literally almost cried. Yeah. Like I was like, wow, this is um, deep. And I also didn't know this guy, his name is Les, what's his last name? Sorry, Les Brown. Um, I didn't know that Les Brown, I didn't really know who he was. So I just like started looking into him a little bit. He was married to Gladys Knight at one point. Wow. Um, he's a motivational speaker and uh, also was like a Ohio congressman, I believe at some point. Hmm. Um, so shout out to Les Brown, unless you did something drawing. If you did something drawing, not nah, shout out to you. But <laughs> you always gotta do that now. <laughs> yeah, That's because so crazy. You can't you even never like no. You can't fuck. You cannot support people on one aspect because then it's gonna be like, what? Now right. you just support somebody that kills puppies, so it's over yeah, for that. <laughs> exactly. I don't want no videos of like Les Brown did some some to somebody, and now it's like, <laughs> oh y'all like Les Brown. Um, <laughs> But he did make a great video, and whoever does mashups of like motivational things and hip hop songs, keep doing that because yeah. I think that's uh, a thing that we need For sure. in the community. Um, let's talk about something that we don't need in the community, which is people standing for Bill Cosby. Yo, I literally just got into an argument with Bay over this. Okay, well, go ahead and talk about that then. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't understand. I do not understand how how you can like like cape it any way for him. Like it's like okay, like I understand he's black. Yes. We I love black people. Bit, yeah. Like we love, we the, love the blacks. We do. <laughs> yeah. We do. But before him being black, he's a predator. Right. Because that's the thing that he chose like over his blackness. He wasn't like and even this would, you know, still be wrong, but he wasn't like, oh, this is for the blackness. I'm only being predatory <laughs> towards, like, white women. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's like, you you weren't, you weren't choosing blackness over, like, your predatory nature at any point. So why should we choose you? And they're like, um, oh, he's so old. Why does he have to go to jail? Like, what? So there's, an, a- so there's point, an age limit on accountability, right? Yeah, and not, Obviously, and not there, at all. Like, not there's all. not. There is no time frame limit on when we hold people accountable for the fucked up shit that they do i'm sorry there's nothing that i'm sorry that is like absolutely disgusting and if you were a bill cosby supporter and or fan i'm cool off you because like number one he caused all this traffic this week i was late for work like oh yeah because yeah it was in it was in town the trial was there yeah hello i'm just trying Um, to get to work to clock in in my new job okay because i got a new job right (laughs) right (laughs) Congratulations again. Thank you. So the sh- second shutting goes to everyone from town who had to endure, like, going through a trial. I remember, go- all right, so in high school, there was a weird thing, and they asked us, like, why do people think that, like, town is, like, a really bad place? Um, or, like, why do people have those associations? And it was a thing that, like, my my group that I was within kind of came up with was because it's the a place where, like, a lot of trials go down and happen. Mm-hmm. And so people just assume, like, you know... Not only this that, the jail murder, is here, too, basically. It's oh, yeah, yeah, It's, yeah, like, yeah, right exactly. down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's the association, I guess. But, yeah, I just... with Okay, I, two things that I definitely uh, agree with, or a thing that I agree with, is that it is difficult as a Black person to see so many white people go free or, you know, not suffer any consequences for the same crimes or crimes that are worse, right. you know? Um, and so that's, a, and that, that's doesn't, a, that doesn't negate that though. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I, I believe that that's where a lot of people's like uh, em- empathy comes from, you know, mm-hmm. is that they're like, Oh, oh well, the justice see- system. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so I do understand that, but I think that where, where it starts is identifying something or someone as predatory and like d- disassociating yourself from that. You know what I'm saying? Right, like you can't be a part of the family, quote unquote. You know what I mean? You can't be a part if you're you're not like taking care of us. Right, like just know? like your uncles that be. I'm sorry, your call uncles them out. that be call co- them out at the cookouts. Like, mm, how old is mm-hmm. you? Like, mm-hmm. that's not okay, and that's not, not okay like, at all. Them same people need to be held accountable. Like, that's I'm sorry, do not objectify thirteen year old girls at the cookout because I'm gonna call you out. Period. Right, I'm gonna I'm say, gonna- hey, hey, <laughs> that's not cool. You know, um, I'll get into when we get into like later, later, later stuff, um, you know, about like sexuality and things. But I remember having someone um, say to me, hey, uh, he, he was like, ask me for a lighter. And he's like, 
yeah, you know, it's uh, a lot of gays out here. You know, we're in the county. He's like, oh, there's a lot of gays out here. You used to only see them in the city. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, what? Gay people be everywhere, first of all. And secondly, like, what I said to him is, I just think it's really interesting that you look at people and you, you just look at, like, it was just a group of black guys, right? So you look at these people and you think about, what they do in their beds at night. And you don't just think like, wow, this is a black man that's susceptible to all the same bullshit that I am. Right. You know? And so I just, yeah, uh, pray for them. Eventually God's going to be like, mm, I heard that, you know, I heard <laughs> that already. <laughs> um, I just, you know, they're really on my back burner. It's like so many other things going on that uh, need to be prayed for and worked on, but let's continue to pray. Um, cool. Um, are you ready for this? Actually, there's there's two things that I want to talk about in relation to the tweets. Okay. Um, we'll get into the second subject, which I sent you yesterday mm-hmm. in a second. But the first thing, have you seen uh, Hate Rice and Love Rice? Have you seen that? No. What is that? Okay, so it's a, it's an experiment that people have been doing. Uh, I guess someone uh, someone's professor had them do it for a class. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like practiced in you know all these different places. Uh, but... They basically put rice, uh, rice with a little bit of water. I think it might be, I'm not sure if it's cooked. I believe it's cooked. Um, but they put rice with a little bit of water into two different jars. Um, you just have to separate them into two different areas of the room, but like not different exposures to light. None of that matters. Oh, and then whatever. like, they like, per, like one, lo- they love on it. On, like Exactly. <laughs> like they'll say like, yeah. I love you. You're amazing. You're great. You're the beautiful. best rice I've ever seen. Everything. Best rice. Exactly. And <laughs> And then the other rice they, like, speak hate to. Mm-hmm. And what you end up seeing in the two different jars is, like, the love rice is, like, it looks like perfect gray rice after in 30 days that they do this. So this is, like, rice that's been in something for 30 days, so I definitely would advise, like, eating it. <laughs> um, but the hate rice definitely looks like some shit that you would not want to eat. It's, like, black and dirty and, like, moldy, you know what right. I mean? And it just goes to, like, to show that that shit is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? The power of words is absolutely real and something that, you know, translates into uh, a physical space um, and something that, you know, can definitely affect us. So um, that was something that was interesting that I found on Twitter. Um, The other, is it okay if I read these things word for word? The other tweet? I think you should, like, just summarize it. Summarize it? Okay. Um, Because I don't also like to, like, misquote people or whatever. Um, But... (laughs) The, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like I would never want to be misquoted because I would be like oh I didn't that's say that that's not what, like, I, what said. I said what I, exactly what I said, what I said was, was what I said <laughs> exactly um, but ultimately the subject was just about um, is it homophobic or is it biphobic um, or is it transphobic uh, for someone to only want to date someone else who has a, a specific sexuality. So I'll like break it all down. Um, Cause I started realizing like where it came from. So Angelica Ross, who was um, candy on pose. Mm-hmm. Um, she tweeted essentially saying that um, a lot of black men don't share that they uh, maybe have had sexual interaction or just have sex with in, at any point uh, with trans women mm-hmm. and that a lot of it comes from like the reaction that they get from black women. Yeah. Right. That black women then like wouldn't necessarily want to date them or whatever the case may be. Um, so that went into a conversation of, well, you know, black women already bear the brunt of like so many other things, you know? So why is this like our specific issue? Um, and why is it, why is it that a black woman can just not want to date a man that has interactions with like, Whomever. Right. Right. Um, What that really broke down to was certain people or women just saying like, hey, I only want to have sex with a heterosexual man. Um, And does that make me like that shouldn't make me biphobic or homophobic or transphobic or whatever the case may be. Um, And to which I answer, yes, it does. (laughs) It does make you um, homophobic or biphobic or transphobic because ultimately I always have to twist things, especially for niggas, into a sense that if I was um, a white woman and I said, or a white man, and I said, I don't want to have sex with or date anyone of any other gender, whatever the case may be, who has sex with black people, right? Y'all would be like, that's racist. (laughs) 
really easily. You know what I'm saying? Easily you can call that out. And so we just have to be able to easily call out these other things when we see them, right? Things that are maybe based on things that don't necessarily affect us directly. So what I, how I, like, after I, like, broke it down Mm -hmm. and, like, I personally think that these views that Black women have, like, many, many of our views come from, like, patriarchal, Mm -hmm. like, what, like, Western, Western civilized, yeah, 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 like a male-dominated society, a patriarchal absolutely. society that has mm-hmm. created these rules of what things should the and same should way, not be. The same way a girl says, "Wow, how, how, why do good girls get treated so bad, and why do hoes get treated so good?" Right. Like, what is a good girl? And what is a hoe? <laughs> you know, like that. That and these things that people don't understand really like. You're conditioned to think this Absolutely. way. You're conditioned to think that way. You're conditioned to think that, like, wow, a guy. Personally, I believe that sexuality is fluid. Like, agreed. Yeah. It 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 depending on how you are and what you're feeling, and you know, some people don't stray from. You know, some people don't move. Some people don't flow with the wind. Right. But I believe that sexuality. Some people can. You know. What some I mean? people can. Yeah. Some absolutely. people can, and it's not very. Um, I think that when, you know, we get into, like, I don't want to mess with a bisexual man, it, that comes from, like, us having this conception that bisexual men are one way or they have certain behaviors. Right, or that they're really, gay or that they would cheat on right. your man or that they would get AIDS or right. that they, you know what I mean? Things that, right. like... And it's really all the same things that heterosexual men do. Right, or could bring home to you or, like, probably, you know what I mean, would faster. Already are doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. So I mean, I, I <laughs> like. De- yeah. I definitely think that. I I don't know if I mean. I, I can't say if that makes you biphobic. I I I personally I would date somebody that was bisexual. I think that I have. Um. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they didn't. Maybe you found out later on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I don't. Th- I. So I've also had a discussion with someone saying, if I call a trans woman a man, does that make me transphobic? And I said, absolutely, that makes you transphobic. Mm -hmm. Because the term trans means changed from. Right, right, right. It means a change occurred. Right. There's a transition. There's a transition that's Mm -hmm. going on or Mm -hmm. happened or Mm -hmm. is going to happen, which means that they are transitioning from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. So you calling them what they were born as technically. That's literally the same (laughs) thing as somebody saying, my name is Kunta Kinte, and you saying, (laughs) no, nigga, your name is Toby. (laughs) Okay? It's It's literally the same thing. And so I just, I don't understand why, as Black people, we can, like, feel something for ourselves, you know what I mean, when it's us, but we don't know how to, like, put those same lenses on for other people. But right. this is a subject that we're going to spend, like, some deep time on um, at, in, at, in, in a future, future episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I just wanted to... But that was just a tweet that was Yeah, that was a tweet <laughs> that was a blaze. And I just wanted to um, call it out. Um, yeah, a phobia is something that, you know, you're afraid of. Because essentially, you just don't want to have sex with a man that has sex with another man because right. you're scared that he can see get sex with a man. Right. And so do you. <laughs> yeah, or uh, afraid to have sex with a man that admittedly has, or you know, openly has sex with trans women because right. you feel ultimately like trans women are not women, right? You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. like that's that's a phobia. Those are yep. things that you need to confront and move with past. Yeah. You know for what I sure, mean? Sure. Um, and so th- that's that. Like I said, we won't spend too much time on it. This episode of Black Millennial is being sponsored by Plug Magazine providing you with the latest releases from the Philadelphia creative scene and connecting you to all the up-and-coming local tastemakers. Issue 4 is out now, with Issue 5 dropping this December. Follow Plug on Twitter at Plug Magazine or on Instagram at Plug Mag. If you or someone you know owns a black business and would like to be a featured advertiser, send an email to hello at eastoak.co. Hi. We're back. Um, I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) And we're back. Okay. We're going to go through 
um, just kind of like some questions, some food for thought um, around music today. Uh, and so we both have, again, the same like list of questions. Uh, I'm going to start with you and have you kind of talk about um, a little bit about the culture and like where do you think we are in terms of music right now? Um, where do you think we're going? Um, yeah. Okay. So like, I feel like music right now is, it's, it's so weird. I feel like it's like almost like a double-sided spectrum. Like on one end, we have like super, super trash. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it, the quality of trash right now is like at an all-time high. Well, that's, yeah. Like even to the point where like Kanye is putting out trash or mm. like, like just trash. Like we don't have like, I mean. Yeah. Do you remember? I feel like I guess there, there has been several times in our lives when like there were a lot of really good artists making music or right. wh- or was that happening you know what i mean like i guess there was like even in the the um like teeny bopper or whatever stages when we had like the insyncs and the christina aguilera's and britney spears and the, or whatever. Sam- and the Sa- let's not forget sammy oh but, yeah but that's what i was gonna say but we also had like sammy and like black right yeah, we also like- had like like you know on both sides and like pop music and also in like black music in general Everybody um, was making bops. Right, everybody was making bops. Like, uh, probably the same time that, like, Sammy's I Like It came out, and this is, like, an estimation, but right around the same time, Whitney Houston was also making It's Not Right, But It's Okay. Right. You know Which what I'm is- saying? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, that's one of, like, my favorite. I know, that's why I you love that song. Because the breakdown in it, if four of y'all nothing is, out, nothing is Nothing is over Heartbreak Hotel, period. Well, that's, yeah, that's actually a banger. <laughs> anything um, that has Kelly Price near it. Anything that just, has Kelly Price on it. That got, it got me to listen to Ultra Light Beam a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but in any case, um, <laughs> yeah, anything, any other industry thoughts? and. Yeah, I feel like, but we also have, like, a really, I feel like the people that deserve the attention and the people that deserve more aren't getting it. mm like the Kalilas and like the Ari Lennox and like mm-hmm. Charlotte Day and yeah. like artists like that. I feel like they aren't because it's so, like you said, it's, it's overpopulated. It's like yeah, just oversaturated. Uh, oversaturated. Yeah. It's like just too much. Like it's, you can't even like listen to quality projects because it's. Mm-hmm. And also like the quality projects. I mean, they do. I found myself in the last couple of weeks, like, uh, listening to Daniel Caesar Freudian like really hard, like mo- over and over and over. Um, I and- liked so I don't, I liked that a lot, but like then I just didn't like it anymore. Mm, really? Okay. It, I think for me, like, it's some still of the some songs-, songs on there. I still like will play. Right, and, and right, be, right. Like I really, really like this, but like, yeah. Um, if uh, the way that like songs have like sticking power for me is if like I can randomly be singing a song or like you know having something in my head and like oh where is that from? Right. You know what I mean? And that, uh, so that's one thing. So I think that there are some things that like come back around, but I find myself listening to like older music. So that's all I listen to now much more. Yeah. Because there's like, Oh my gosh. Well, at least I know this is here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like at least I can like, Thanks. uh, land on this and like know that this is good. Um, but I agree with you too. I think like my, uh, my like state of the industry um also is that there's a lot of trash there's definitely a lot of trash and like a lot of shit that i just don't even listen to you know a lot of shit that like doesn't even if i really listened to what was out there i would probably be disgusted (laughs) you know what i mean like for real for real because like i've never listened to like a six nine song you know what i mean never so i'm i'm only like disgusted (laughs) at the and i will say that i have and i have thoroughly enjoyed one or two okay that and and like probably maybe i would too but just like everything on the outside you know what i mean right even like Lil uzi like being from philly i fuck with Lil uzi because he's from philly but but i don't listen to his music but like how do we get to the point where we like disconnect the art from the artist yes you can separate the art from the artist but also no like most of the time for me it's no because if you're an asshole or just a jackass as a person like and that's your that's who you are that's like what you do like I'm just disinterested you know what I mean whereas like Lil Uzi like he's like definitely weird now you know he said like some weird Satan shit and you know I don't play with demons so like <laughs> it, I it, but I support him because he's from Philly but it would like take nothing for me to like 
actually cancel him. I think that that's the difference because people will say like, oh, this thing is canceled, that thing is canceled, but then they still bang with it. Like I was a Kanye stan for, for my whole teenage years, you know what I mean? Like from like middle school into like, you know, my 20s. And it took really only for him to say like, I'm going to wear a MAGA hat or like slavery is a choice for me to say like, it's a no, yeah, you know what I mean? So it, it, for me, there is still really talking, no, like he's still mm, talking like yeah. to this day, he's still talking, like just stop talking. I'm sure even when this comes out, like there will still be multiple other things that he has done <laughs> since like we've talked about it. But yeah, I think that, uh, there is a lot of trash, but then there is like, there's some gems, like some little gems that are out there. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this because she's from Philly also. Um, but Tierra Whack, yeah. right? I I so, was really afraid to listen to her project. Why? And I say that only because I, I say that only look? because like yeah. no 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 no. Because like people were saying like a lot, like I I've bumped into her plenty of times, like in the city and stuff, and like I want to support her, but I didn't want to listen to someone's music and be like, damn, I really like you as a person, but I don't really like the you know music. Right. You know? And I've never like um, I really probably I don't think I mean I probably saw her like at like stunt or something back in the day, yeah, but like yeah. I don't I never really like knew her. But I fucked with her. Somebody was like, I really love it. Me, they were like so, like, if you had to listen to, like, the City Girls or, like, um, Dream Doll or Nicki Minaj or Cardi B, who would you pick? And I was like, none. <laughs> <laughs> if I had, if I was forced to, I would still, I would rather cut my ears off. But I, I really but, like Tierra Wack as, like, yeah. a woman, as a black woman. Like, I feel like she represents, like, she represents, like, the way that I would like for somebody to represent me. Yeah, that's super, it's just super cool. Like, I just like the, as I, I, and I'm not a black woman, obviously, but like, <laughs> as an, as an artist, right, to see someone as an artist represent artistry in a way that shows that like, it does matter. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it does matter to put thought into like your visuals. It does matter to put it into your Like, the one minute create, concept right? was like. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. That was bomb. And really what it created was is, just I learned this. to want fucking more. Like, yeah. Every, oh my God, yes. I tweet her like once a week and I'm like, um, ma'am, hello. Amazing. Can yeah. I, can I get a full song? Um, I learned the word, um, I want to make sure I say this right. Sound environments. Um, you know, I told you that podcast that I listened to that breaks down, um, music. Mm-hmm. So there's a, it's called Dissect. I'll talk about it quickly, but. Breaks down music, it breaks down uh, To Pimple Butterfly, Kendrick's album, um, Kanye's Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and then Frank Ocean's, like, both of his albums. And then they're about to do a miniseries on um, Lauren Hill, Miseducation. And so, um, yeah, there's just, like, this. They, he breaks down music, but the one thing that he talks about a lot, excuse me, when talking about Frank Ocean is... Um, sound environments and how like Frank Ocean might have within one album, like multiple different sound environments. You know what I mean? And that was one of the things that listening to Whack World that I heard, it was like, wait, am I in another song? And I didn't even listen to um, Astroworld, but like, I, I've heard that from a lot of people that yeah. it sounds like, oh, this song's going into this song. And that's just like the creation of different sound the way that The way that Who What runs in the Butterfly Effect, Butterfly Effect has been out for a very long time. And it probably also had to, had to do with why it went platinum so fast. One of the things I just want to talk about in the industry that like we're aware of, but I feel like there's not that many people that are like super aware is the like how everything is based off of like money and like fake ass sales and shit like and i get it like our our faves probably started that like like uh jay-z with the samsung uh deal you mean when magna carta came out and it only came out through samsung phones or whatever right. and mm-hmm. it immediately went platinum as a result you know what right. i mean rihanna did the same thing after for anti like had a samsung deal as well and so like that's really cool but now like drake putting hotline bling on to views you know what I mean? Like, right, the, like um, the same way, like, like um, Butterfly Effect. Yes, I just said right, that. Butterfly right, right, effect. yeah. Um, and now people, like, selling merchandise or, like, giving away a copy of their album. I didn't know that Kanye was doing that with, like, Pablo. Um, yeah. But giving away a copy of the album with um, their, their merch. t-shirt mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. or something that had nothing to do with the music just so that goes towards sales and not towards streaming. Right. Um. And yeah, I mean, it is really awful. Like the the difference that you get in streaming is like pennies to you know what you would ultimately or what a an album sale counts for. 
But it's like, why is there anyone that's just doing it for the art or for the love? You know? I mean, I feel like a lot of people, when they start off, they do. And then it just turns into like, this is what I have to like, do. This is what I have to do to make money. That's no fair. Because I feel like that that introduces to, I'm like, I'm taking it personally. But like, <laughs> it, it introduces to the industry or to the culture, like people who don't need to be here because they're financially motivated. Right. And then it also introduces like, or takes away from like some of the artists. From, <laughs> Ari Lennox was talking a little bit about, you know, her like struggles where she kind of like wanted oh, to yeah, leave the like industry she- and... Yeah, she like she, I think it was like for a good like week or two. Yeah, but she was like, like she was like, like like venting on Twitter like mm-hmm. I can't do this no more like this shit is fake like which yeah, is like, like it's so sad to see artists that are really really talented like she's so good mm-hmm. she's so good. The industry is is interesting, but what I would love to see is more people that um, have talent whether it's singing or rapping. Like, Kendrick Lamar, I feel like, is the greatest thing that happens in the music industry in the last five years, ten years. One of, yeah. One of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in terms of rap, like, I don't think a better rapper has been introduced in, yeah, last ten years. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. I listened to Good Kid, Mad City the other day, and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this was, like, way before his time. I really thought that, that dan- uh, that um to pimp a butterfly was the album that won the pulitzer prize and it was damn yeah it was damn with loyalty 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 <laughs> and also if i got to smack a pussy ass nigga i'm gonna make it look sexy that one but the pulitzer way that prize. he the way that he embodies culture through music is yeah it's i've never seen anything like it that's you what, know who you that's know what's who, amazing to me. I, I you know who i think is the last person that gave me that same feeling like like on some like when I listen to it I feel like this is like the embodiment of like the black experience Biggie it's like the last mm. person that I genuinely like see it's interesting because Kendrick maybe just because he's from the west coast or whatever but I, he gives me more of like Tupac's like uh energy in terms of like this is the black culture like this is the black culture and this is what we, like we're gonna do something about it you know what I right. mean like um yeah it very aggressive i also feel like regardless of what people say about jay-z um because because of various reasons like cheating on beyonce stabbing a guy back in the day like whatever it is um making you know whatever it is only my only issue with him is cheating on beyonce i don't care about okay. nothing i don't care about yeah. nothing else Jay-Z for me, like, I heard Jay-Z in the car with my dad for the first time, like, as a child. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was hearing, like, ain't no nigga. I was hearing, like, anything from Reasonable Doubt, like, as it was happening live. You know what I mean? Like, my dad right. was probably, In like, real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 26. Like, the same around, you know, my age right now. And, like, I was experiencing those things. So, to see Jay-Z, like, still be an incredible rapper to this day... That's like a beautiful right. thing for me. And even to just see- to be like an incredible person, like right, yeah, change, absolutely. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even so, like um, when I watched his, he had an interview with Letterman, mm-hmm. and it was so awesome crazy because like that. he, yeah, it was really good. He was talking about like like the cheating stuff, of course, because it was like right around the time that four mm-hmm. four came out. And the way that he, it wasn't just like yeah, yo, I cheated on my wife and she forgave me and I was sorry. It was so like reflective it was mm. so like yeah like i had to go to therapy like he's yeah. like he admittedly said like i needed to go to therapy i knew that there was something deep in my soul that like the, the reason why i was doing this to somebody that i know that i love like it was so he was like and like even when it comes down to being a father like i needed to go to therapy for that like it was like i was like wow this is really a man okay <laughs> that, i mean it's just honestly amazing to see like that type of growth because we Especially also, in the industry, like yeah, because we oh, two things. One, we heard this man say, uh, "Not for nothing, never happened. I be forever macking." Um, you know Thanks. what I mean? Like I'm never. That's never happening to me. I'm not falling in love with nobody. You know what I mean? And then we saw it happen. But then on the other side, in terms of like the rap game, we've never seen anyone become like quote unquote the Stevie Wonder of rap, right? We've never seen anyone right. like get old within the rap industry, and rap has been mm-hmm. like seen as a young man's game. And we're seeing a grown ass man still be an incredible rapper and a poet, you know what I mean? Uh, and a person that has great things to say. 
Um, and also just a, a father, right? And like a human right. being and being like a great black man in the face of like everyone telling us that black men aren't necessarily great or don't do great things. So right. um, shout out to Ho for being the GOAT. Honestly, in my opinion, uh, greatest rapper alive. And like dead or alive, period. Like Oh yeah, dead or alive, The greatest period. rapper. Yeah, period, period. Double, <laughs> two, two times, period. Yo, do you saw them get Michelle Obama to say period? First of all, black women have been saying period before. <laughs> I, I don't know That's why. So like, it's like it's a new thing because like the City Girls, like that was the name of their album, and like they like you know. But we've been saying period for so long. It's just funny now because you know we made it a thing. It's like just everything really else. funny. But. That's been a thing. Like, you know, it's or just def- like, just like Wu Child. People, we've been singing Child forever. Yeah, since literally I was a child. I just think that people just love trash. Like, mm-hmm. shit be trash. Like, and nobody wants to say it. And I think that's like, I'm sorry. Okay. Like, that people don't want to say stuff is trash. Well, no, I think it's okay that people like trash. And I'll, I'll explain why, but keep going. Can't relate. I'm sorry. I want the best mm. of everything. Like, if no, I'm not gonna I'm not listen to, I'm not gonna listen to like Jacquees. <laughs> Jacquees, you know I love to call him Jacquees. <laughs> when there's like people like that really say something, right? Or like that really can hold a tune, right? No, I definitely like, understand. That. A, like a, like a Brent Fiaz mm-hmm. or like Frank. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. Just, of the whole or just time. Frank. I didn't want to say just Frank. <laughs> Um, I mean, I definitely understand the need for, like, some some things that are, like, not mindless necessarily, but just things that, yeah, like, even take you out of the space mindless, of thinking. Even still when it's mindless, I want it to be good. Like, yeah, I love yeah, Lil yeah. Baby and I love Gunna, but they're good rappers. Okay, like, see, I can't identify. Their cadence is good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, their cadence is good. Like, their beats are good. Their flows are good. Like, even still, like I, I'm not saying I want to listen to deep stuff all the time, but like when I do not, when I do listen to stuff that's like you know kind of surface, like poppy or even like trap, I want to listen to good stuff. Right, I don't no, want to listen to the that. same future song thirty times, mm-hmm. which is really just every future which song is just like remix. every future song. Yeah. like <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I definitely can agree with that. I think that yeah, I, I that's the only thing I was saying when I say things don't have to be, like, quote-unquote good. Like, they don't always have to be, like, good or great for your soul. Like, I I definitely can identify with listening to, excuse me, music that, like, puts me in a space. You love Ariana Grande now. Okay, well, that was not what I was talking about necessarily, but I did like her last (laughs) album. It was good. Um, There's a lot of good songs on there. Um, But, yeah, like, all right, one of my favorite albums is, like, Rick Ross, Deeper Than Rap. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I've never sold cocaine in Miami. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I definitely do, like, uh, enjoy getting into that space sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so, but I do think that the, like, Rick Ross's production, like, the Justice League production. Right. Um, and, you know, Rick Ross's, like, bars and the storylines are just really great. Um, and so, yeah, I do want it to be good in that way. Um, I think that, personally, for me, there just aren't enough... R&B singers or there aren't enough singers um and like rap is kind of like everything which is yeah is even like people like like black or six lakh mm, or six bl- lakh six black six or Len- whatever six lenciaga <laughs> six lenciaga like even like him like he's like one of those like Trey songs like i'm a rap sometimes i'm a Tory lanes i'm a rap sometimes right, i'm right, a sing right, sometimes right. like I want you, if you want to sing, just I want sing. You to sing to me. I want you to like make me feel something. I want you to like make me want to like grind up on somebody. Yeah, but you know what it is. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Have Wait, your moment. Okay. All right, girl. <laughs> Have your moment. Time your draws. Um, but I, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I feel like as a person who's like, you know, interested in making music myself, and it, I feel like there is a thing for singers, especially now that you feel like you have to make something that has, like, a trap beat behind it. You know what I mean? Right. You couldn't just, like, um, Anita Baker give you the best that, or, you know, the best of us that you got. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you couldn't just make, like, uh, this is one of my favorite songs, probably yours too, but Because um, I Love You by Lenny Williams, right? You can't Ooh. just, Ooh. like, cry you can't just cruise you can't just cruise like you know my personal favorite right right 
I love it when we're cruising together. All we're doing is just we're in a car. You, the wind's blowing, and that's all I really want to talk about. But it, it has right. to be like so on much on a trap beat, mm-hmm. like talking about how you got your heart broken. Now or you that there's like, like right, yeah, there's lean involved or like um, Danny <laughs> bars. You but know no, what I mean? that's why. Like Brent Sanderson, it, well, Sander, number mm. one, and then Sanderson, Sander Into was such a great project. And then Sanderson, which was Brent Baez's solo album, mm-hmm. um, was amazing. Yeah. And people don't know who Brent Baez is until you hear the crew chorus, you know, yeah, but, Money, oh, that's him, that's him. Right. And like, he made that song number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but his album was so good. It was just him singing. It was raw. It was like... You know, he, he he doesn't have the best singing voice like John Skyler. Like doesn't oh, wow. have the best singing singing yeah, voice, but like but Bops forever. <laughs> Hello <laughs> like, Bops. Like that album, through Bops. Yo, I, I honestly need to listen to that again. Is it Skyler mm-hmm. or Schuler? I'm still saying Schuler because that's how it's pronounced. But I believe uh, it's Skyler. Anyway, the album's really good. <laughs> that album is like very R and B, very incredible. I'm actually looking at my Apple ooh, Music right now. Oh, I can't wait um, to listen to that once we get off. <laughs> <laughs> right um pj morton's album he has an album called gumbo and then he has a gumbo unplugged listen pj morton has been making music since i was at least when did i see him first probably at a church thing probably, at probably, like, we're probably like 13 10. yeah yeah like, you're older than me so like i'm a little yeah i'm a little <laughs> a little there but um, <laughs> in, in atlanta um and seeing him like the progression he's in maroon 5 as like a member of maroon 5 has been for years and still making like his own soul music um really incredible there's this guy i don't know if he's black so i'm not gonna say his name uh, but wow is that is that <laughs> off is that wrong all right i'm gonna say his name is deandre um it's deandre and then with an apostrophe at the end he has like long why hair. would he not be black i don't know because i'm looking at his picture and he looks oh he's light-skinned it's fine um but <laughs> <laughs> Very good. The R&B is very good. And then let me explain this like Ariana Grande thing really quick. Is that like um, she has a song with Pharrell and the the background vocals and like the way that the vocals are. That's what I'm a fan of. Like uh, somebody that can just really sing. But if we're talking about, all right, if we're going to go with Blue Eye Soul. We're not. Charlotte Day Wilson. I'm oh, sure yeah. <laughs> Gary, Gary Verb is like the, he loves Blue Eye Soul. And I'm like, eh, now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a no for me. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. Um, Charlotte Day Wilson. Yes, I do like her. projects back to back to back. Remember when I was like, you got to listen to this, yo. You got to listen yeah. to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeba Smith, you know her also. Ooh, Evergreen. Yeah, yes. Evergreen, very good. Lops. Um, I do. I don't hate Blue Eyed Soul. I actually like when I um dabbled in the Caucasianness back in the back in the day. Um, I oh, used, that was a rough time for us. Listen, let's, we're not even gonna go back there and talk about it. <laughs> but um, wait, I, if you guys don't know, me and Jim have been friends what? since a long time since we <laughs> were children. Since like I think you might have been in the in the not double digits. Ooh, that's scary. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a really really long time, but yeah, we went through some different phases. <laughs> um, we'll talk about them. We'll have a whole time. Like I actually now that we're just talking about music, I think that some of those times, like, all right, listening to like. Fallout. Do you remember when we listen? No, remember when we listened to only Phoebe Dobbs? Oh my Dobbs god! Too? Yeah, but she was like a black rock star. <laughs> she was black, and yeah. that was dope. That was like that definitely informed. But I like that. But I like that because like I don't like when people feel like they have to like conform to one type of black. Right, like, right, right. There's yeah. not one type of woman like you know to be like one type of black woman, mm-hmm, and you gotta mm-hmm. wear a long weave, and you gotta listen to Beyonce, and you gotta you know like. Yeah, no, cool. I definitely feel that. Um, I loved Fifi Thompson was great at that time. Um, I'm trying to think of like who else was in. Do you know this guy's name is Jamie Cullum, and he made like a version of Frontin' that was like a remember, little jazz version. Do you remember? Do you remember when you loved Maroon Five and you had a Maroon Number Five painted on the on the canvas on your? your Did wall? I? Oh my God! You remember more things about my life than I do, but I kind of do remember that. <laughs> Yo, come on! You're not gonna expose me. I'm. De- I probably edit some of this out because you're corny. You're being really corny right now. We're not. This is not what this is for. Anyway, only it's Maroon a place, Five. It's a safe space. First, I don't feel very safe. 
Um, my other point is that the reason why the music industry kind of has like changed and, and honestly gotten really corny is you got two things. One, oversaturation, which I don't think Thanks. that every, like, uh, to what my guy Leslie was talking about earlier, um, Leslie Brown or Les Brown, like, if you have a dream, nobody should tell you that you can't achieve that dream. You know what I'm saying? But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, th- yeah. it's like everybody can't be famous. Everybody can't be a star. Everybody can't be on the stage because there would be nobody in the audience. Every nigga. Every nigga a is a star. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, but everybody can't, can't be on the stage. You know what I'm saying? And so some people have to, like, take that step Play back. back. Some, yeah. Right, but the it's motivation... It's okay just to play in coffee shops. Like Exactly. Um, the motivation, really, for that is, at this point is, like, money, right? And right. I think that that's really what's, like, um, done us in a little bit. I think also, uh, if you take it back a little while, Most Def has this song that got removed from his album. It was a version, it was, like, a remix of The Takeover, but it was called the R Star P.E. You know what that stands for. Um, oh, wow. Over. Um, and he was really talking about the music industry. He was talking about, like, Lior Cohen and just, like, all of these people. Lior Cohen, if people don't know, also is, like... I um, hate his ass right. so bad. Responsible, though, for, like, Young Thug's career and, like, a lot of people in quality control. Um, like, just making sure that, like, the, the bullshit rap gets out to people, you know? That's um, not... Okay, so I'm not... I... Well. I am not saying that Young Thug is bullshit. I just want okay. to say this on the record. Okay, I'm not saying... I personally think that he is the artist of our generation. Okay, personally, I can't really <laughs> hear deeply what he's saying. And so, like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, when I was running the other day, I was running to digits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, like, like right? it, he got the vibes. Right? Make you feel- yeah, it makes me feel good, but I don't think that he makes me, like, uh, feel introspective at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that that's right, but sometimes you just want to feel good, and he does really a really good job at making you feel good. Absolutely, no, I totally agree with that. So um, leave Young Thug out of it. I was talking about everybody else. Okay, let's. I guess you Uzi or someone else. I do like Young Thug. <laughs> Not I think Uzi it, either. Okay, <laughs> I know that they go obviously out. I- <laughs> they go out too. So with, with me, no, with, with me, you, and with each other. So there's that. All three. Um. Yeah, that actually would be. I just, I- a really interesting couple and seems like something that you would get into. I honestly would love it. I just told y'all I don't have no problem with, with bisexual men. All right, let's Isn't let's it? move on. <laughs> um, okay. Um, do you have an album that changed your life? Have you thought about that? Okay. So I'm going to go with two. There are two. Okay, albums we said that one, but life. it's but I'm giving two because okay. I got because I'm giving you the best that I okay, got. Well, okay, well then I might give two as well. Okay, so one for me is self-titled Beyonce. Okay. Um, not only because of how <laughs> and when it dropped, it just was a great time in my life. Uh, it was amazing. Like, she changed the game with that. Like, that I knew I was in, at work. I was at work the next week, with no one knowing every word, mm-hmm. singing every, doing every video. It just was a really, really great time. For I me. remember finding out that it came out from you. So, yeah, yeah, I was up on my computer. On my <laughs> laptop, like, ah. Yeah. Um, and two, I would have to say, um, the love below. Ooh, just the second half. Just a second. Okay. Half. I mean, the first half was really good. It did have some bops on there, but you already know. Yeah. I love, I love Andre. Wow, that actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like that impacted me. Um, as yeah, well, the album. for sure. That changed my that changed my perspective of music. Definitely. Um, okay, my two like when I'm thinking changed my life. I'm thinking about like my my actual life a little bit. Um, in that one was a Continuum by John Mayer. Ooh, um, that's really good. It just was so many really good songs, and it was like my it, it's like a kind of a blue eyed soul quote unquote album, but it was like. Very much like bluesy, right? That was in a time. But that's how I feel about battle studies. Okay, you yeah, don't know yeah, we stand yeah. for John Mayer. Yeah, I think we said this. In, I said this in the first epi- in our first episode. I was like, I love John Mayer. He's a terrible person, I think. Inside, yeah, but... he's the Chris Brown. He's the white Chris <laughs> yeah, Brown. He's, the, he's actually a white Bobby Brown. I think it's like he's bordering on that. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, can I guess your second one? What? No, I don't think. Are you, you know gonna it. say? 
But go ahead. Okay. Then no, 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 well, that's like that's. I feel like that's all. Blonde, of us, though. That's, bl- like, I'll say this: blonde is still changing my life yeah, as I, sure, as sure. I speak right now. Um, but the second one that I was gonna say is um, "Unplugged," the Lauren Hill Unplugged album. Oh, um, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. I like Ooh. my whole soul. I might have to change. I might have to renege. Why? Because mine might be Mama's Gun. Oh, my mom used to play that, and I used to be singing Green Eyes like. My eyes are not knowing nothing, like not realizing, like I was singing like this woman's like entire soul. Yeah, and like feelings and, like, that now, you never felt. Right, feelings. Know. I had to be like like ten, maybe at the mm-hmm. oldest. And then like now, when I listen back to it, I'm like, yo, like I really loved this album then, and I love it now even more because I can relate. Yo, that used to be my. Then between that and Alanis Morissette, my mom used to be going through some stuff, obviously. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely, uh, like, quite a balance. <laughs> um, yeah, I I still stick by, I think, uh, Lauren Hill Unplugged. Um, I was yeah. listening to it, like, at a time where I was probably too young to be, like, listening to, like, Oh, too young and too intelligent to be listening to like, I need to free my mind. You know? Like <laughs> I need to like get rid of these emotional chains and these blocks and these things that are going on. But I think honestly it pushed me like to a level of emotional maturity, like really early. Mm-hmm. Um, or it was something that, you know, assisted in me being there. And yeah, I'll never uh forget that. Also just an album that like I probably listened to around the same time that was incredible, that probably doesn't get enough credit. Get Lifted by John Legend. Ooh, so good. That was one of your faves. It, because was it was sure just such faves. a good album. It was just so good. It only had good songs on it. Um, yeah, it was really good. But love that. Okay. All right, so we got albums. Um, and then, do you have the last question you want to read? Yeah. If... Hold on, give me a second. All right, so the last question is... I didn't have it. That's why I put it on you. But I have it why now. Why you put it on me? Because I thought you might have it because I didn't. But I, I didn't have it, have it up. <laughs> okay, I do now. Um, your dream concert lineup. So it could be Dead or Alive. Um, and it would be one headliner. So who would be the headliner of it? And you have so- four supporting acts. So five people. Okay. Prince would be my headliner for sure. I'm really mad that like, you I know- did this first because you took everybody that was good. <laughs> well, Sorry. So Prince would definitely be my number one. And then I would have to say, of course, Beyonce, even though I've seen her already, like, more than I can count. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have to replace them. I have to replace them. Oh, but yeah. Back then, back, back then, then. This was a week ago when you wrote this, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm saying back when oh. the, I went to this concert. That was one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. I was on the floor at Jesus. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That was me. I was on the floor at Jesus. Okay. I went from the from the nosebleeds to the floor. Okay. <laughs> but um, since I'm replacing him now, I would say Stevie Wonder. Okay. Damn. Did I? Um, I don't think Stevie was on your list, bro. No, you're good. It's not. I got a different list now. Oh, okay. Now you just got a different list. <laughs> no, I got a different list now. It's okay. Who else did I have on there? Um, are you want me to say him? You didn't say Frank, did you? Oh, Frank, for and sure. You j- Frank. And James Blake. Yeah. Because that was just a... That oh was my for God. sure. <laughs> that? <laughs> that was a religious experience seeing James Blake. Honestly, if you've never seen him live... If you've never seen or listened to James Blake... Please do. Like... Please listen to James Blake, yo. Like, and, and the thing is that he's on so many projects that y'all like. Everybody listens to. You've heard like, him. He was on Lemonade. Yeah. He was on. But if you don't, if you've never listened to a solo James Blake album, wow, you are, are cheating yourself, and you don't care about your own taste. Okay, music. here's one project for anybody who just wants to like feel any feelings. Um, James Blake has a song called uh, "The Well and Scream," uh, W I L H E M. So here's what you have to do: you have to adjust the bass in your you know whatever device you're on you can go into the eq and turn the bass up and then just like dim the lights or whatever you got to do and allow it to change your life just allow it to move your spirit in a way yeah just know that it was i think were we at the was it the tla it was at the tla when we saw him yeah 
we we saw him at the TLA and we were right in the front and this is before he was like on like beyond he was on before he was on Astro World yeah, this was, was on Lemonade like right after or maybe right before his or right after um Overgrown came out yeah and he this giant he's like 67 67 giant white man comes down with this deep ass British accent and he sits down at this piano and just goes in for like an hour and oh a half. Oh my god, it was just beautiful. That, that was so crazy. That changed and my life. Yeah, it was literally sure. something that you feel. I don't know what it is about the TLA, but I actually also saw The weekend there like really early in his career and it was like semi like spiritual too. Like it was like very, but this was also before he sold out to Cocaine and White Girls. Anyway. Well, um, white Girls and White, white girls. girls. and White Girls. <laughs> Um, my dream concert lineup. Okay, so I'm gonna go from like bottom to not bottom to the top, but I'm gonna go from like the supporting into the headliners. So my supporting artists would be James Brown, because every James Brown concert was like very much like a like a religious type thing. Like it was like very soulful. Yeah, like, it was like a church. Niggas were sweating service, and yeah. like I mean throwing their hands up. James Brown definitely got to see him. Um, K Tronada, but I also need like specific features. Like, I want to see, like, Gold Link with him. Him and Gold Link and Jasmine Sullivan have a song, so they have to be there. Um, and he has a remix of Cranes in the Sky, so Solange has to be there um, as well. Um, Fred Hammond of No Weapon Formed Against Me, Shop Rock with Prosper, <laughs> and Let the Praise Begin, and just plenty of other banging gospel songs. Um, D'Angelo, who I saw one time at Made in America. but and he was so good. He was good. so good, but I just, like, wasn't, like, close enough. It was just, like, I was seeing him from afar, so... I would need to see up close. And then one, this last one, the headliner, it's the, it's someone you already said. It would be Beyonce, but it's very specific. One, Solange is going to design the set, right? So whatever the set is, it's going to be designed by Solange. So just know that it's fire. And then Beyonce, what she's going to be performing is this dream gospel album that I have in my mind that I really think that Beyonce should drop a gospel album. <laughs> like you you know that like every Destiny's Child album ended with a gospel song or like a gospel yeah. medley bring that back for me just for one oh. whole album so as we talk about Destiny's Child I cannot I cannot let this moment pass we need to make writings on the wall go diamond wow is it okay? is it close it's close I, well I'll be pushing it every week <laughs> right I'm just, I got just want to know how many times I gotta listen to it but it needs to go diamond. I'm this. I need to start like a GoFundMe. Or I don't think like I've a, purchased it on I iTunes. I'm about to do that right now. Yes, like that. That is. If I don't do that, like make that. My, that's my mission before my life is over. Like not like to be a great mom, not to raise like a really healthy kid. <laughs> <laughs> if writings on the wall doesn't go diamond, I have failed it. Like, do you think um, Latoya and Lasavia get a piece? Absolutely. Look, I'm here. I'm for here it. for it They're too. All friends now. Yeah, everybody's cool. So. We're we're amongst each other. We're amongst family. Um, but yeah, that's my dream. My dream concert. I really think Beyonce. If you're listening, I know you're not yet, right? <laughs> but if you're listening, drop the gospel album. Like, I, her mom, Miss Tina, posted um, the video of them at the Stellar Awards where they were singing um, Michelle's song "When Jesus Say Yes." But they also sang. Do you know that song, um, uh, Alpha and Omega? It's a gospel song. Uh, they sang that as well, and it was just like, why? Why is Beyonce not doing praise and worship music? Like, what? What's happening? Everybody, because she got to get to a to bed, the bag. Man. Yeah, okay, but she should be getting these souls to come to Christ. That's her <laughs> true calling. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> Let's um, okay. cut to a commercial break. So we'll do that really quick, and we'll be right back. This episode of Black Millennial is being sponsored by Plug Magazine, providing you with the latest releases from the Philadelphia creative scene and connecting you to all of the up-and-coming local tastemakers. Issue 4 is out now, with Issue 5 dropping this December. Follow Plug on Twitter at Plug Magazine or at Plug Mag on Instagram. If you or someone you know owns a black business and would like to be a featured advertiser on Black Millennial, Send an email to hello at eastoak.co. My three things to stand are, one, <laughs> I'm going to say Alina Baraz. Ooh, okay. Because 
I really, I've always liked her, and her album came out, and it was so good, and nobody, I wanted to go to her concert, nobody wanted to go with me. <laughs> Yikes, sorry. I just want y'all to listen to Alina Baraz's album, like, she has a song on there called I Don't I Don't Even Know Why, though. If you follow me on Instagram, I post it at least once a week. It's the one with the but orange cover, simple. and she has a song with Khalid? Yes. Khalid? <laughs> yep. Khalid? Yeah, that's a skip for me, <laughs> Okay, though. go ahead. Um, <laughs> but everything else is, like, good. But... That song she samples what kind of man would I be? Mm. It's so good because the sample is so subtle. Oh, so good. Um, my second thing is Scarface. That's like one of my favorite movies, but like it recently became one of my favorite movies again. Well, after Casino, Casino mm. is my number one. But Scarface, so good. Elvira, woo. That's a woman, okay? <laughs> a woman. My okay. I'm like, I'm currently like rebranding my Instagram and I'm like basing it off of like man eaters, like women that, and everybody okay. thinks it's like a sexual term, no, but like but. it's not, it's about like women that are like empowered and do what they want and go after what they want. And she's one of them. So I, I, I really like her. I also see the vision um, with your Insta. Yeah. Thanks. You, I see look, the vision. Everybody take a look. Thank you. Um, and speaking of that same theme um dr christina ford christine ford uh that just testified against kavanaugh brett kavanaugh i hate he is disgusting um yeah like that was to me like it was awful to like have to watch because like i know for her that was like a terrible thing that she had to do but it also was very empowering because there's so many women that don't like speak up after they've been assaulted or you know have gone through something like that so yeah. those are my three things to stand i'm standing in the okay <laughs> <laughs> um all right um uh, mine um one is going to be uh lush as a spray i like these like sprays that you can spray on yourself whatever um and the one i've been using is called twilight it's actually the second time i used it do you remember the last time when i got it i think it was around new year's last year um and I actually is it the one that smells like lavender. Yes, that. Um, yeah, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, because it just smells really good, and it doesn't smell like it smells very unisex, like not masculine or feminine. It just smells very good. Um, also, with the lavender that's in it, apparently they say it's like really it's good. Calming. So, like, uh, yeah, like use on your sheets or whatever too. So obviously, mm-hmm. it would like make that stuff smell good, um, and then it like gets you a really good night rest. So it's called Twilight by Lush. Um, the second thing is like running. Um, slash walking really briskly. Um, <laughs> I haven't quite gotten to like just the full out like I'm about to run for 45 minutes to an hour or whatever. I mean, obviously, I don't think anyone. Do people do that? Do people run for yeah. like people run. just like nonstop, like just run? Yes. Okay, well, the people run. Yes. More power, power to thing. y'all. God bless y'all. <laughs> um, continue to keep me lifted up in your prayers. There's people that will go to the gym and just run on the treadmill the whole time. I'd rather die. I mean, yeah, it just it just sucks. And, like, I also have been running in the city, like, around my neighborhood. And, like, there's some areas where, like, the sidewalk is real crooked. So if I was just running, like, you know, doing my thing, I would have zero ankles. Right. They would just be gone. So um, I'm doing my thing. You know, when I find a nice little area where, like, oh, this street is just straight clear, like, this as pavement i'm just gonna run this entire block right definitely will be into that but then like when it's dark and i don't really know usually i've been running after work or whatever um but it's been fun and it's cool and i feel good and healthy um so i guess that's a good thing right i've been trying um, to convince people to, to run a 5k with me so you're my next uh, victim <laughs> that's <what I'm> <laughs> um I just will not be doing that. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Okay. You don't have to bring it up again. Because <laughs> it's a no. Um, okay, well, my last thing is my new phone. Actually, it was supposed to be about my new phone case, but it's really about the phone in general. Um, Apple, you guys fucking got me again. Like, <laughs> this phone is just really great. So I got the iPhone XS Max. Um, I always had also don't say excess like it just it's a fucking Roman numeral um, but I, oh it's yeah, a 10 new, yeah it's a 10 that's that people I just I don't know maybe I'm bougie um, you but are anyway 
Um, yeah, it's, I've always had a plus size phone, I guess, since they came out and I was waiting for a bigger phone with like the 10 stuff. So like the face ID is dope and it's really fast and you know, all that. Um, it's a really big screen with no buttons, a lot of like gestures and the Apple leather case. That's really what, um, matters most. I tried a bunch of other cases on like these like rubbery ones and like hard plastics and stuff, but the Apple leather case is unmatched um so those are now my that things just, now, but say, now that you just stand for that <laughs> yeah i know i would say they owe me a check but i feel like they've paid me before in the past <laughs> 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 so i'll give Woo! them a free one i'll give them a free one um okay um let's talk about this closing mantra i guess really quick um the reason why I chose this is I actually have, have this written on my mirror uh, in my bathroom, and I noticed that after I wrote it and I like didn't really say it, it wasn't something I was saying out loud, I was just seeing it every day, um, that it started manifesting itself. So the mantra is value yourself, you're already great. And um, after I wrote that, just like stuff going on at work and like stuff going on in like personal relationships and things like I just realized how heavily I was valuing myself and like really fucking with myself and putting myself above everything else, um, which is necessary for me sometimes. Cause I tend to just like do what's going to be convenient or what's going to like massage the situation. Um, so value yourself. You're already great. Any last words, any final thoughts, Jerry Springer? Jer- why I gotta be Jer- oh because Jerry because he does Jerry's final thoughts, thoughts. <laughs> Jerry's thoughts that's what you just said no final thoughts that's what it's called is that what it's called I honestly is Jerry Springer still on TV I think it just went off this year poor guy sad <laughs> survived, I'm, sur- I'm surprised it lasted that long honestly this is the first time you said poor guy on the podcast and just get ready for that y'all <laughs> um, poor guy <laughs> okay it's been it's been great